Okay. All right, Justin, sing me a song about your favorite Thanksgiving food. Oh my gosh, I hate you. Why? I've actually, I have one. I know what you're supposed to sing. This is not one of those ones where I was like, oh, I'm going to guess. No, I have a specific song in mind. You do have a song in mind. Oh, my God. Uh, and you want to know how scary good at this I am? I asked that question, and it, when I first asked it, it was totally going to be one of those, I don't know, you guys are supposed to do it. But as soon as I asked it, I thought of a song that fits. I have no song. Uh, God, I'm just I'm trying to think of a food song. Just throw it out there. I don't know. She's my cherry pie. Looks so good. Make a grown man cry. Sweet cherry pie. There you go. That's you my know what? I don't typically associate Thanksgiving with cherry pie. But I'm not going to lie. I think it kind of works. I'll give you a win on that one, Justin. <laughs> that does work. Oh. <laughs> Just because I'm surprised you actually pulled the song out about pie. So I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. Heather, what about you? <laughs> I literally know one line of the song, but do the mashed potato. That song. No. Mashed potato. I can't think of the other words of the song because I feel like I'm mixing it up with the lyrics of a different song. Isn't but that, I know that that is a song. Isn't that the fucking twist? I think so. It do is. I think it me? is. Yeah. Do you love me now that mm-hmm. I- Yeah. but it says do the mashed potato yeah yeah that's the breakdown do the mashed potato potato. i could do the twist i could do the twist that's that part yeah thanks okay i don't think that's a win i get what you were trying to do i don't think that's a win i will give the deciding vote to Justin because we're all in a thanksgiving fucking mood but how does how does it not though? I just want to know because why it's it doesn't. the twist. It's the twist. The song is the twist. Okay, but um, I mean, are there really any songs about those things? No, but there's lines about them. Yes, but my song title is the name of a fucking food that is my favorite thing in Thanksgiving. So mine works one hundred percent. Justin's kind of works because at least the song I think is called Cherry Pie. If it's not, that's on me because I already gave him the win. And that's me thinking the song's name is Cherry Pie. It is. See, there we go. So that's what I'm saying. I will give the deciding vote to Justin. I didn't realize it had to be the title of the song. It just had to be about. Well, his song's about pie. Your song is about dancing. So if you really want to get into I don't think his song's really about pie, though. (laughs) It is. It might be a different kind of pie, but it's about pie. (laughs) Well, anyways. To quote an old wrestling thing, it could be that poontang pie. Pie. Oh, my. Um, oh, the rock. If it helps, Justin. No, no, no. You're not campaigning. This isn't the campaign trail. <laughs> Justin has to just cast his vote. Fine, I'll say it after. Hmm. Man, I really want to give Heather this point, but I can't argue with Sterling's logic. I can't. It, the 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 song you're talking about is just about dancing, and I can't. Oh, there's not enough in there about food. Maybe if he had, if it was called, I could do the mashed potato, and the whole song was about this mashed potato, and he was like, yeah, you could smother it and you know pepper it up or something like that. Maybe if the song was like that, 
I could give it, but oh, I'm sorry, Heather. I'm sorry. I can't help you, man. I can't help you. I'm sorry, Heather. It's not like I don't already have enough losses, Justin. I mean, you could you could have given me that. So, so what was your what was what were you gonna say to him about it though? That it legit is my favorite Thanksgiving food. Like it wasn't even like I was just thinking about a a song that had food in it. Like legit mashed potatoes is my favorite Thanksgiving food. All right, da- oh, Justin, does that change oh, that your opinion? Things. That okay. does change things for me. <laughs> Go with your heart, Justin. So, it's fine. If you don't want to so, give it to me, I understand. Well, Sterling's logic is good. But now, you know, so the, that was a passionate choice for you. And I like passion. I really do. <laughs> I like that. I like when somebody speaks from the heart. So you know what? Uh, you came in at the last second there with that plea. So I'm going to give you the point for that <laughs> because Sterling wouldn't let me campaign before. <laughs> well, yes, because he needed to cast his vote. Okay. But whatever you decide, I well, no, he did. He gave, you the I know. Point. he gave you the point. <laughs> yeah. I recanted. I almost didn't have but you know what? You got me. You got me. That was like that final speech uh, <laughs> to, to win the court case. That was like that final rah, rah, closing argument. In a, sport, in a sports movie or a closing argument. You, you got it. You just Thanks, right at Justin. the last second there. It's no kind of like how everybody knew OJ was guilty until Jesse Cochran said if the, fu- the glove doesn't uh, fit, you must acquit. Then it is ball exactly. game. Yep. <laughs> ball game. Yep. When he did that with the glove, that was it. That visual, you couldn't forget about that visual. So you did it, Heather. You did your Johnny Cochran glove doesn't fit argument right there at the end. (laughs) Thanks. I appreciate it. So, well, even though both of you guys got a point, the correct answer was Ham by Kanye West and Jay-Z. Oh. Okay. 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 I'm just saying, because Ham typically goes hard as a motherfucker at Thanksgiving. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) Yeah, it does. I haven't had ham in a minute, I think, since last Thanksgiving. So I'm kind of excited for that. Are you going to actually eat like Thanksgiving food, Justin? Or are you going to have like a healthy version of it? Well, really, I could keto it if I want to. You know, there's plenty of meats that you can eat and then you could just do meats and vegetables. So I don't know. It just depends on how I feel. I might keto it and then but and do like a piece of pie or something, you know try to balance it out like like maybe not do as many carbs with the meal but have you know maybe no carbs with the meal make a keto the meal and then just do a dessert and just kind of try to balance it out a bit don't go overboard though and i never really go overboard on thanksgiving i see no reason to overeat i just eat so it'll be all good okay okay see to go back to what my point was since I didn't get to finish my talking point about my song or anything. I apologize. Oh, damn. Was my favorite thing is when you get these people that just don't know how to cook ham and they overcook it. And the narrow part of the ham, since it's all like pre-sliced, gets all like super leathery and overcooked. That's my favorite thing in the world is super leathery overcooked Thanksgiving and Christmas ham. I don't know why, <laughs> but just super dry, tough ass ham. It's my favorite. Interesting. Interesting. It's like almost borderline like jerky. Oh, so good. 
some things do taste a little better, or at least they they taste. Um, I, I do like certain things that are a little overcooked, like like pizza. Sometimes when it's just a not too overcooked, of course. See, I like it when you get that brown cheese, though. Yeah, yeah. When it's just a little (laughs) overcooked, yeah. Or like a casserole with cheese on it. I always want one of the edge pieces because it's got that like brown cheese that's like stuck onto the cookware. Mm, Yeah. Or, I mean, if you're down in Texas, I mean, most Texas people know this, but like burnt ends of a brisket. Oh, so good. Oh, God, that's great. Yep, that's another one. Yeah, I love me some burnt ends. Like, it it sounds, like, contradictory, because everybody loves, like, a nice, juicy, well-cooked slice of brisket. But those burnt chunks, oh, man, so good. So good. Anyway, enough talking about food, especially because we've been talking about food for 10 minutes. Let's cue the theme song. Hey, Senate fans, and welcome back to another episode of the Cinema Slayers podcast. I'm Sterling, and as always, I'm joined by Heather and Justin. And today we've got a very special Thanksgiving episode for you guys as we talk about Thanksgiving and Thanksgiving 3. I know it sounds like I might have just had a stroke or something, and I skipped Thanksgiving 2, but there's a very good reason for that that I don't want to spoil just quite yet, and we will talk about that later. As always, we will talk about what we liked, didn't like, and everything in between with these movies. And we will do non-spoilers, then give our recommendations and scores, and then go into a more spoiler-centric section. Now, with that, we aren't going to separate these movies into two different things. We will talk about non-spoilers for both of them, recommendations and scores for both, and then move on to spoilers for both. Just because, like, the first one is only an hour long. So both of these movies that combined, I think, are like an hour or two hours and 45 minutes. So and we've done entire episodes about movies longer than this. So we're just going to simplify it and just kind of make it go. And we're going to start this off with Mr. Cherry Pie himself, Justin. (laughs) Well, there was nothing sweet, cherry or pie about Thanksgiving. And thanks, Killing Three. Um, oh my God, what was this, man? What was this? Why did we do this to ourselves? I don't. Why did we do this, man? I, why? And I bought why both did of we them. Do it. <laughs> why did we do it? I wish there wasn't a Thanksgiving because then we wouldn't have gotten this idea. You know, I just. <laughs> <laughs> I just, oh no this movie makes you regret thanksgiving altogether <laughs> just all of it well the, the besides the obvious cultural problems and historical issues with it but that aside the, the, this is i mean this is just another one to add to that list um my goodness this is just and the crazy thing is is dare i say this after i watched thanksgiving three I appreciated Thanksgiving one more. 
for some reason. Now, not much more, uh, the, but I mean, golly, that part three. Oh, my gosh. The the Muppets take Thanksgiving or whatever that was. Um, the, you, you know, but but just to start with the first movie, um, like Sterling said, when I first saw that Thanksgiving one was only an hour long, I was like, oh, God bless him. It's only an hour that I have to sit, that I have to sit through this. And I mean, and like I said, after watching Thanksgiving three, I not going to lie. I appreciated the simplicity of Thanksgiving part one, because it's very, very simple. There is this, you know, the, these, uh, I guess this tribe of native Americans due to the brutality or whatever, the pilgrims and everything, they, have summoned this killer turkey spirit that preys on white men every Thanksgiving or whatever. And he hunts them down and he kills them with malicious intent based on what happened in history. So he, it's the holidays called Thanksgiving. And it's really simple. And, uh, and I, and I mean, there are times, though, where you're watching this and you're like, OK, this movie obviously doesn't take itself seriously. You got this talking turkey that clearly just looks like I mean, I don't know how they made this thing, but he just is so terribly crafted. He looks awful. He's just awful to look at, but not like in a good way, like, oh, we're like how Freddy Krueger looks awful. Like, man, you know, look at his burnt skin and look at those features. No, not like that. I I'm just talking about it looks terrible, like he was terribly put together with just as little money as possible. And and I think that the budget was minuscule for this uh, first movie, um, like three thousand dollars or somewhere in that ballpark. But yeah, it, it every bit looks like that. And you just got this. But but the simplicity is there. You just got this turkey named turkey t-u-r-k-i-e oh my god so you got this turkey running around and he's just killing these kids who decided to camp near where he was resurrected by a dog that peed on his uh gravesite and he wakes up and he's still getting peed on it he's like i'm pissed and i guess it's time to kill people now so yeah that was uh weird but yes that's the movie and it really is just him going through killing these kids uh killing these teens they read books and find out how to kill him and you know the plot kind of moves along that way or whatever but it's simple it's just very not to say too much about it as a spoil but it's simple it's just a very simple plot but oh my god thanks killing three and I'll just, you know, say a few things about it and let you guys go. But man, what? Like I said, what was that? It was just like all of a sudden that that simple premise was gone. And there are puppets and turkey hell and um, like there's people in <laughs> heaven, I guess, and there's a vortex that has one of the Muppet puppets brains and this she's trying to get it back. And there's a, a talking machine. And I mean, 
and a worm that looks kind of like a penis. And I mean, there was just all this craziness that was added to this. And this whole big story about like, almost like dimensional travel and space. And there was this weird story about part of the part two and Turkey, the turkey was trying to get to that part two and he had a son. I mean, it was just crazy that this thing's killing three and it was so complex in its stupidity and just incoherentness that I just found myself having a much harder time get through that and then they added about 40 minutes to it it was an hour and 40 minutes long so god that was hard to get through it was very hard to get through um and and, and yeah i mean it was just uh, such an a uh, uh just such a big abandonment from the first one. And honestly, it was so hard to get through that third one that it made me at the end go, man, I just wish it could have been the first one, you know. But yeah, that, that'll that do it for me as far as the spoiler free stuff. And I have some specifics here. So. All right, Heather, what about you? <laughs> well, um, yeah, this is uh, everything about thinks killing is just so laughable. Like it's just, I know. Yeah. I I don't want to give away (laughs) too much, but, um, I mean, just like the opening scene, even just being like what it was, which is a topless pilgrim, essentially like (laughs) that's not giving away too much. It's literally in the first few minutes of the movie. Um, you're just like, what is happening? What is this movie going to be? It is so like just everything in this movie is so terrible. <laughs> like, I don't have, I do not know <laughs> another way to explain this movie other than it's just so terrible. Like, I mean, and granted, I think it knows it's terrible. I think the purpose is probably for it to be terrible. I don't imagine that they wrote any part of this thinking it was going to be believable or actually scary or actually funny or anything. I think people just wanted to make it, you know, but it just, I mean, the acting is terrible. Most of the joke telling actually pretty much all of it of the joke telling is just, it does not land this Turkey. Like what? (laughs) This turkey is just like it's got its own mind and it's just so like I I will say I do think that the, the evil turkey is funny because of just how <laughs> blunt he is with his lines when he's like upset or he's about to kill someone. I think it's kind of funny, but I'm just like, wow, like I I just I laughed through most of this movie because it was just so bad. Like I have seen a lot of bad movies and this, it just, it has to be up there with one of the worst. And, you know, I think <laughs> and it's just so hard to talk about specifics um, without talking about like, it's, it's hard to say why without talking about specifics, but um, I understand what Jason means too. When you watch the, the next one, things killing three and you're just like, Man, they should have stuck to, you know, the hour long first one. <laughs> just, 
And it's like, I the elements that they do in Thanks Killing 3, like, they they at least, you feel like they gave at least more effort with what they were trying to do, at least with, like, the plot or at least with literally anything else. But in a nutshell, I would just say it really feels like Thanks Killing 3 is something that you watch when you're, like, on a bunch of drugs and you want to go on like a a trip or something like that is what this movie feels like to me um yeah it's just there's um it's one of those where you you watch the first one and you're just like there's no way that anything about what this premise is will ever be better um i mean i will say the premise maybe is better and thinks killing three but there there's just there's no way any part of what they're doing with this movie was going to be good. So you, you're going into these knowing how absolutely beautifully terrible <laughs> they are going to be because that is all that they are. They're straight garbage, but it was super funny how garbage it was. Like just the audacity of these movies <laughs> to even be movies. It's just like... <laughs> What is happening? So I I can't say I didn't have fun with it because they were really funny to watch because you're just like, who thinks of this? And like, why were these made? Um, So I, I can I can say that much for these. But yeah, that's uh, that's all I got for now. OK, so thanks killing. Typically, I'm all about a movie being short, especially a movie like this, because you don't want a crazy premise to overstay its welcome. You want it to kind of come in and get out and just do what it's got to do. But, oh, that's a brutal hour. It is a brutal (laughs) hour to get through. There is not a single line of dialogue said in that movie that is spoken like a human being. Just nothing. And they've got this weird thing where they've got this running joke that is said twice successfully. Like, all the characters laugh at the exact same joke delivered by the exact same person twice. Yeah. And then a third person <laughs> says it, and they're just like, and they butcher it, and they're just like, oh, that's dumb. But, like, and the joke is, uh, your legs are harder to close than the John Benet Ramsey case. And I'm not going to lie. The first time that joke was said, I thought it was one of the greatest jokes in movie history. <laughs> I thought it was fantastic. That That is the line that I was like, most of the jokes. Yeah. Yeah. The second time it is said, I'm just like, wait, what? Like, that's that's the exact same joke. And everybody's acting like it's the first time they heard it. And my mind is blown. But it's just it's it's painful because, like I said, the words aren't human words. The delivery isn't a human delivery. It's just it's agonizing to get through (laughs) now this is where things get really weird i actually kind of really liked thanksgiving three so much like (laughs) an absurd amount like it has problems don't get me wrong like it does these weird tangent jokes like it's family guy like they're doing some stuff and then it randomly just goes into something else and i don't like that Because that adds a lot of time to this movie. I think they could have cut a lot of that out, got it to a nice crisp hour, like, or yeah, an hour 25, somewhere in there. And it would have been damn near perfect. 
I really had a ton of fun with this fucking movie. I liked the fact that it had puppets, weirdly enough. At first, I was bothered by it. But as the movie went on, I appreciated it. I liked the fact that the dialogue was realistic, more so than the first movie. I liked the fact that the human characters in this said lines like they were people. They actually acted like they were human beings. And so those aspects of it, I kind of liked it. It's a weird, weird, like grotesque puppet version of evil dead in a lot of ways. And they have a huge evil dead, uh, like homage in this movie that I did appreciate also. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's a lot wrong in this movie, but I just kind of had fun with it. It was just kind of dumb and fun. And I think it had more jokes that landed and it kind of embraced the ridiculousness of it even more so and in a better way. So I'm weirdly different from you guys. When I came through all this, I appreciated Thanks Killing 3. And I'm not going to lie. That's not going to be the last time I watch Thanks Killing 3. I will definitely be watching that movie again. Thanks Killing 1, not so much. Thanks Killing 3, yeah, yeah, I will watch it again. And I'm not going to lie. I liked the plot narrative that they had with the idea of Thanks Killing 2 that is in Thanks Killing 3. I think that's clever because worst case scenario, you make people think they're crazy because there's Thanks Killing 1 and Thanks Killing 3. And that's just fun. I mean, I guess like narratively speaking, I thought Thanks Killing 3 had an actual story to it. Whereas Thanks Killing... They just kind of came up with some scenes and just kind of did some filler between it and had no fucking clue what they were doing. I think they pl- they obviously they planned out and really kind of had more thought in it in Thanks Killing 3. So I'm kind of different than you guys on that. I really abysmally hated the first one and I kind of really dug the third. So there's that. Uh want to move on to recommendations and scores so we can start getting into these spoilers. Yes, that is unexpected, by the way, Sterling. Hey, I just speak my truth. Heather, recommendations and scores, go. <laughs> um, you, uh, No, like I, I can't say that I would ever specifically be like, you guys, you got to watch this movie. Like, I mean, I guess technically in the same way where we kind of talked about Velocipaster, <laughs> where you're just like, you have to kind of see it to see how insanely ridiculous it is. Um, and that's sort of, I feel like how, how we sort of came into, um, deciding to watch this. It was like a recommendation from somebody who was like, it's awful and I love it kind of thing. (laughs) And so I feel like we kind of ran with that. And, and if that is kind of your thing where you're like, I just want to see the most terrible, like ridiculous horror movie comedy thing I've that's ever been made then sure like if you, if that's your thing and you just want to see it because you want to love how terrible it is okay maybe but I I just can't personally in good conscience go around and be like guys you gotta watch this movie <laughs> for either one of them um I do agree with you Sterling in the fact that the second one does have way better dialogue um, I'm sorry. Thanks killing three. I was going to say, excuse me, dialogue. Heather. It's the third one. <laughs> My bad. 
Uh, it de- it definitely has way, way better dialogue in it. And that is what would give it the upper hand for sure. But um, yeah, no, I mean, I just think um, honestly, you could probably skip the first one and go to the third one if you want, if you're kind of in the, the sterling wheelhouse of things. But uh, yeah, again, there's just not my cup of tea. And uh, <laughs> the, but like I said, it was fun to watch once because I'm like, it's just such an audacious set of movies that, you know, you can't help but laugh about it. So that's that's kind of where I, I land on my recommendation for it. My score. Um, Thanks Killing is going to get a a real solid zero burning teepees um, that a turkey dies in out of 100. <laughs> Thanks Killing 3. Um, I'll give it... <laughs> Um, five barrister wigs on somebody who works at Thanksgiving land out of a hundred. You gave those combined movies a five. That's insanity. Justin, go. <laughs> All right. Well, mine won't be much higher. No, I'm kidding. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, so, um, yeah, as far as recommendations, um, I mean, this is just another movie or series of movies that people talk about in those it's so bad it's good type of things you know you have these movies that come out and the premises are relatively simple usually the acting is bad and it's some crazy premise whether it be the uh, you know an octopus that <laughs> drives a car or whatever the premise is it's some crazy premise it's quick and there's just a lot of you know just bad scenes and bad acting and it's one of those it's so bad that you catch yourself laughing and being entertained by it that's what this is that, that that's pretty much in a nutshell what this is. So you've seen it a hundred times before, uh, kind of like what Heather said, if that's your cup of tea, great. Um, but as far as somebody looking for good films, um, I can't in good conscience recommend these and tell somebody they're good films. Uh, we've talked in length on this podcast before about the game that, uh, we used to play with with, uh, with with our friends where we would buy each other bad movies and stuff like that. Well, if this had been, uh, if we had been aware of this or if this had been out at the, at the time that we were doing that, this would have just been one of those movies that I would have bought one of you guys, you know, either Thanks Killer 1 or Thanks Killer 3. This just would have been one that I would have brought for the friends as a laugh and stuff like that. And we would have just you know, laughed watching it. So that's really in a nutshell what this is, whether you're talking about the first one or the third one. Um, Me, I kind of lean on the other side of Sterling. I thought that if you're going to be dumb and you're going to have a whole bunch of craziness, I just think simple's the way to go. And I just like the simple slasher pick that I got in the first one. And then the third one is more like there's, it's a, it's, I don't even know if you could call that. It definitely wasn't like a slasher. It it was kind of like a puppet adventure, almost (laughs) 
sci-fi-ish mixed with spiritual stuff movie. I don't know. It's got a mixture of all those different things. It's just all a, over the place. Here's a, yeah, here's a Thanksgiving reference. It was a cornucopia of ideas, you know, <laughs> it just that's what <laughs> nice. it was. That's what it was. And I don't know, man. I just liked a quick hour of simple turkey making wisecracks and cutting people up. That was I enjoyed the simple premise of that. Um, Both movies know that they're bad. So I don't know. I just feel like that's about a tie there. So for Thanks Killing One, we're going to go. We're going to go 10, 10. Pilgrim Yabos to start the movie out of a hundred. And then for um uh Thanks Killing Three, uh we're gonna go eight Yabos in space to start the film out of a hundred. So with the first Thanks Killing, I cannot in good conscience recommend it to anyone under any circumstances whatsoever with thanks killing three i wholeheartedly and unequivocally recommend it to the world for all of its problems i i had just infinitely more fun with that movie just beginning to end more fun with that movie and like i said also when it comes to like rewatchability i can rewatch the third one and i could just Hope and dream that I forget the first one ever existed. So with that, I'm giving the first Thanksgiving a fuck you no. <laughs> I'm giving the third Thanksgiving 75 rapping grandmothers in a wheelchair. Out you of are 100. not serious. Okay. All right. I love it. I do. I love Thanksgiving 3. <laughs> and I will not apologize for it. So don't even ask. Well, good for you, man. Good for you. So, spoilers? Let's go. Yeah. So, I mean, where to begin on spoilers for Thanksgiving? I don't even know where to begin. I mean, I guess we could talk about the turkey sex scene. Um, or we could talk about the guy that pulls over to, you know, give the hitchhiking turkey a, a fucking ride. Which that is what mind-bogglingly me the most is this guy's just driving, and he sees a turkey on the side of the road and goes, "Hey, oh my gosh, I'll give it a ride." But when it opens the door, I'm gonna say, "Gas, grass, or ass." And <laughs> when this turkey responds to me in English, I'm not gonna be surprised at all. And you know, some of the turkeys like, "Oh, well, I don't have any gas or grass, so I guess ass." I'm just gonna get prepared to fuck the turkey. Right until wait, it, I thought that was in the second, uh, the third one. I'm sorry, no, was that's it in, the, in first? the first one. No, okay, that's the first. And then he magically yeah. pulls out a shotgun, tells me to call my family, just so he can shoot my head off while I'm talking <laughs> to my family. <laughs> like, what is that? All of that is so insane. I mean, just everything. And like, why is he like? Yeah, let me. Like, why did he want to? Why was he preparing to have sex with the turkey? Like, he was attracted what? to him. He said, man, look at that ass. Like, and then that turkey's like, yeah. And he's like, look at that ass. That turkey's like, yeah, except you're not going to get it. And then just turns around with a shotgun. 
Right. <laughs> this turkey that hasn't been around for 500 years is just all about the honeypot of like, oh, let me trick this guy into thinking he's going to get some sex so I can kill him <laughs> in a car that I have no concept of it ever existing. Holy shit. And that shit. in a nutshell is just the whole movie. Pretty much. Like, like the like it's the insanity level of that. It's just the whole movie though is just so stunted. Like was it, it towards the end of the movie before the turkey comes back as the radioactive turkey? Like whenever the three characters that are still alive are sitting on that couch and that kid is talking to that girl and he goes, "Well, even though I lost my parents today, cuz they all lost their parents that day he's like no emotional response to it no no but at least i got a girlfriend and then she's like a girlfriend i don't know what to say oh wait yes i do yes of course and then they start kissing and then they go to the floor to start fucking in front of the third guy they're at her (laughs) house why wouldn't they just go to her room But no, they're just going to start fucking on the floor while her dad's body is still in the pantry. <laughs> and I'm just I, watching some TV. And I skipped over the fact that these stupid ass motherfuckers spent like eight hours in the house with the turkey with just her father's face on his face as a mask. Just being he like, yep, disguised. that's my dad. <laughs> this little short like one inch tall dad that I have like <laughs> with the rubber face. He's a master of disguise. I don't understand right? what the problem is. He's he's attractive, charismatic, and he's a master of disguise. What more do you need? <laughs> I mean Oh my gosh. So there's that whole ordeal. There's the fact that he has sex with a human woman she doesn't even know it's a turkey and then snaps her neck. Like, it's so weird also. And this is even weird to say, but it just, it's a weird tonal thing in the movie that like they open the movie on the nipple of a bare breasted pilgrim woman. <laughs> but then when they do the sex scene later in the movie, they have on more clothes than a Disney movie. <laughs> and it's weird. I mean, don't get me wrong. Those actors are well within their rights to not do any nudity, and I'm completely okay with that. That's fine. But just the way they had it shot, like from the angles and everything, those are just some fully clothed motherfuckers all out from on, like on top of the covers fucking. Like, yeah, the, the, the smart way would be to disguise it with a blanket or something. You know what I mean? Just give the illusion that there's something else. Nope. They are just fully wearing clothes and you're supposed to just believe they's fucking <laughs> and it's weird looking. And then they kill this Turkey, throw him in a garbage can. And he comes back as a radioactive Turkey just for them to kill him again. It just, it's just so disjointed. Like at all times, it's completely disjointed. I don't feel like there's any common thread of anything. From scene to scene. If you were to tell me that some of the actors actually switched places between the like scenes of this movie and they're playing different characters, I'd believe it. Cause there's just no real connecting thread at any point in this movie. 
it was just to me it was the longest one hour movie in the history of ever. Agreed. I mean, that woman is like, like it's just, I, I mean, I'm just, it's flabbergasting. Like, at just no point is anything in this anything. Like, the the actors, there's bad acting, and then there's this movie because there's not a single line of dialogue said in this movie that doesn't sound like somebody reading off a page. Mm-hmm. Like they could have just kept them holding their scripts in their hands while acting out this movie. And it probably would have flowed a little better than them trying to randomly read off the cue cards that were obviously just right on the other side of that camera. And even, but even the lines they were saying were garbage and disjointed. It's just, I never had any real flow in this movie. And I think maybe that's why I never got into this, but at least in the third one, there's some commonality between things. The dialogue delivery is infinitely better. The dialogue itself is infinitely better. There's an actual like beginning, middle, end. Now, granted, there is a bunch of random ass shit in between those segments, but it's still way more fitting and cohesive, I feel, than this movie was. Because I still don't understand how they got to an hour with this shit. Other than they literally put every scene they filmed, regardless of anything, in this movie. Just to give it everything they had. There was no, like, fuck up takes. Even if there was, it was in this movie. And that's just how it felt. Like, I was insanely bored. And just disinterested and just filled with absolute zero fuckedness for this movie. I just could not get behind any of it. I will say this. The one thing I did actually like about this movie was the intro song by Cashmere Royal. I thought the the song in the opening credits was delightful and it was 100% downhill from that on. (laughs) I can get on board with that. The the songs, well, when it wasn't the made up songs, they weren't bad. Yeah, it's just oh, so the remix version and the Thanksgiving three is good too. Yeah, yeah, I loved it. I loved the actual like original music in these movies. I think it is some of the best original indie movie music you'll ever hear. But that's that's all I'm gonna say about Thanksgiving one right now. So one of you guys go. I think it's now Justin. Well, just to kind of talk about the acting, yeah, the acting is just so, I mean, it just got to the point to where I was sitting there going, okay, are, did they tell them to act this bad? Because I just couldn't see actors trying and being that bad unless they were trying to give the effort to be bad. Like it was just, I, I mean, that's what it felt like to me. I kept questioning. Now, no way this is the extent of these actors and actresses skills that they had to have been told, look, we want you to sound as just completely devoid of feeling and emotion as possible that you, you know, we want you to, because some of the lines and just the way that they were delivered just seemed like they were being bad almost on purpose. Like, you know, Oh no, Johnny, what are we going to do? I mean, it was just like, 
<laughs> there was just so much of that going on that it just felt. And like you said, it was just nobody was acting like they really had any logic, like people would just be killed and then suddenly they would just be talking about something else or they would be sad and they'd go, oh man, oh shucks, my parents are dead. You know, it was just really that kind of thing. (laughs) (laughs) It really was. But for some reason that, but, but it was so bad. And at first I was like, wow, the acting is bad. And then as I went along, I got the sense that it was on purpose. So I guess that kind of helped me lighten up to it a bit. Now, not to where I thought any of it was good. It was obviously bad, but it just got to the point to where I was just laughing because it was just so terrible. Like, and yeah, that joke about the JonBenet Ramsey. So like that, that happened the first time. And I was like, okay, that was actually funny. Then the second time I went, okay, is this going to be an ongoing gag? Like, is she going to say this? Because the characters, they were like, oh oh, man, that's good. Uh, that's that was good yeah that was you're good and so I was like okay is this gonna be said like is this gonna just be a reoccurring thing like all through the movie like she's gonna make this same joke and they're just gonna think it's hilarious every time so I thought it was gonna be like this running gag and then they did it the one time and then it was like oh okay so I guess that was supposed to be the punchline another character says it and it's not funny when they laugh twice at the person saying it so I get what they were going for it, but yeah, they spent a lot of time with that joke, and then it just didn't land at all at the end there when they tried to really like, I guess, put the punctuation mark on that. Uh, and other than that, though, I mean, th- th- that's just really all I could say about it. Like, nobody, everybody is just acting like this turkey talking is just okay or him and then and yeah like him being 500 and something years old but understanding every pop culture reference understanding everything making all of these jokes is just it's just laughable and it's just stupid but and but like i said i think that there was just something to be said for its simplicity. It, it is really simple. They summon this bird, the, this turkey, and he's on a killing spree. And the kids have to figure out how to stop him. They try some rituals, but it doesn't quite work. And then they find a way and to kill him, but not really, because then at the end of the movie, he's a cooked turkey, but he can still talk and move. So... I guess it it doesn't matter what you do to this man. You can radioactive him, you can cook him, whatever, and he's just still going to be alive even as a cooked turkey, which, I mean, how the hell did he get back for the third one? But anyway, um, neither here or there. Uh, but, um, but yeah. I that's think just that's because really... you don't know what happened in Thanks Killing 2, Justin. <laughs> oh, yes, that's true. That's true. We do not know. We do not know. Um, but yeah, so, but that's really all I have to say on it. But like I said, very simple premise and it just moves along and does what it does. And then, uh, it's over. But yeah, that that's really all I have to say is just the acting, man. I think that was really just the biggest thing that stood out to me because the turkey, kind of like what Heather was saying, the turkey is kind of funny and just how blunt he is or how stupid he's being or how he's like, uh, 
yeah, but um, I'm going to kill you anyway. And then the characters are not <laughs> acting, reacting to anything that he's saying. And he's just saying all these, you know, horrible things. Or he's just obviously, you know, he's got this <laughs> father <laughs> face on. And he's like, uh, yeah, I'm your father. Uh, yeah, why don't you... Uh, just go over there. Yeah, just go over there. <laughs> and then it's like, you know, the way he's talking is just, I mean, he's not even trying to do this successfully, but he was successful. I mean, it was a hell, it must have been a hell of a disguise. So, yeah, it was just, and I don't know, there's just something about that campiness. And there was something about that stupidity and the, the and that simplicity that I just found kind of more enjoyable than the complex you know i don't know what they were trying to do in the third so yeah that's just kind of where i sit with it i guess overall but that's all i got for part one heather what about you i mean with this one it it is like there are some moments where i just laughed at how awful a line was written (laughs) like when when the nerd kid is like telling the story of the evil turkey and he, he legitimately says turkeyologists all over the world call it thanksgiving <laughs> like he said turkeyologists, turkeyologists. like <laughs> i died i was like this is not happening this is not happening in this movie and like it wasn't even like someone else was like there's no such thing as a turkeyologist. They were all just like, wow, that's crazy. <laughs> like, like a turkeyologist is like a legit thing in this movie. Um, And so, you know, you just, I don't know. And then like the fact that I feel like um, at least with the, like the good girl person in the movie, I'm fairly certain she looked at the camera a couple of times <laughs> and it's just very distracting <laughs> to see her like out of character. But um, but no, just like some of the stupid things, like, yeah, the, the turkey wearing her dad's face and they just were not, they were just so tricked by that. Like they <laughs> just had no idea somehow. And I love how like she, she's talking to this turkey who she's like staring down at because it's a turkey and not a person who would be taller than her probably. <laughs> And like, you know, it's just just like, hey, dad, can you show us to the garage? And I'm like, why do you need him to show you to your own garage? Like, just go. (laughs) She's like, can you show us to the garage, please? Like, why? You know, and he's just like, "Uh, where is that again? She's like, oh, dad, you're failing memory or whatever she says. And you're like, are you serious right now? Is this a plot point you're trying to go with? But it was just like, why would why would she need her own dad to, like, show her to the garage? Like, I don't know. It was just a very weird thing to try to do to just kind of move to the next part of the movie. And um, I also thought it was, like, really... <laughs> it, it, just, it was kind of amusing that, like, the turkey, you see him at one point, he's, um, he's eating his salad. <laughs> and he's just like... <laughs> You know, he's not going to be eating meat, right? You know, so he's just like chowing down on a salad. I just thought that was kind of funny that they put that in there. Um, There was something else that. Oh, okay, The part where um, (laughs) where he's essentially trying to explain to these kids like the whole reason 
why he's like this evil killing turkey. You know, and he's just like something along the lines of like, one of you killed my ancestors a long time ago or whatever it was that he said. I don't even remember the exact thing that he said. And then like this movie is weirdly like racist in in some ways because they're just like, oh, but like we've given them casinos since then. Doesn't that make up for it? Or they said something to that effect. And like, they're not even, they're just saying, I, even the turkey, I think, was just saying, like, you killed a bunch of Indians, like, not even like Native Americans or anything. Like, it was just very weird. And like, you know, they're just like, oh, yeah, but we, we gave them a bunch of casinos later. Does that help? And the turkey was just like, haha, it almost worked, but it didn't. And that's like all he said about it. <laughs> He's like, yeah, that almost worked, but it didn't. So prepare to be dead. He doesn't even say prepare yep. to die. He says prepare to be dead. And I laughed so hard at that part because I was like, who says that? Prepare to be dead. Like, what? That is not as threatening as prepare to die. Like, what are you? It was so funny to me, though, because like, it's just so badly written. You know, and that like the whole thing is he's trying to be like, oh, my ancestors are dead because of you. You know, it's like, what? <laughs> Like this, this makes no sense. Like you also, you're you're a turkey, so like, it just I don't even know. It just didn't make sense. Um, but yeah, it just it was just very funny. And then like I just I also love like the the escalation there of like the relationship between the guy and the girl at the end, where it was just like they're so shy to even like ask each other out. And then by the end of the movie, when the guy is like dying, they're just like completely in love. They're just like, I love you. Yeah. Don't die. You're like, what? Well, it's not even but that. Then- it's it's as much as like also when they're like, will you be my girlfriend? Like they're in fucking eighth grade. Right. And then they go straight to fucking on the floor in front of another guy. Right. Yes. It was and then, very And then they love each jarring. other. Right. Yeah. But then again, the shift at the end there where... <laughs> the line she says peck on someone your own size she legitimately says that line (laughs) in this movie as she like knocks this turkey out to that burning teepee and she doesn't even like have an emotional response really to the fact that this guy she loves is dead all she does is she stands outside deciding it's a good idea to eat the turkey leg of an evil turkey for some reason and I'm like, yeah. what? What <laughs> is God. it? What? Wants it was it's just like, the, like, what? You've <laughs> been like, I, I, I was done at that point. I'm so glad that movie was done because I was like, no, this is not the note you were ending this on, but I'm glad it's over at the same time. It was, it was so, it was a mess. It was a hot mess of garbage. <laughs> but it was so amusing like how badly it was written like as if anything said in that movie was believable on any level other than like we said the turkey who his bluntness was kind of funny you know where he's just like shut up i'm gonna kill you now like really just it was very amusing but just everything in this movie is just oh it's painful it really is a super long hour like you 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 just start, you're so glad. You're like, yay, it's only an hour. 
No, it feels so much longer than that. So that's all I got for thanks killing. I mean, I will say this. I do love it. I love punny one-liners in a horror movie. I think they're fantastic. So <laughs> even the badly written ones. <laughs> yes, like yeah, no, I'm I'm completely down for that. The one thing I had an issue with at the end of this movie is that's not a turkey leg. That's a chicken leg. That's a drumstick. Like that's not even like the full like that's yeah. not a turkey leg. <laughs> it wasn't. Yeah. And it was fried. Wasn't even roasted. That was a fried chicken leg. That was original yep. recipe is what that was. <laughs> so do you that guys that no that the last thing I'll say about that part is just that that guy walks up and he says something like, Oh, you did it, or you really showed him, and she's like, Yeah, and then she's just eating that chicken drum. Yeah, and I saw that too, that it was so just, just a nothing chicken else drum. to do, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> just stand here in glory eating <laughs> I mean, just... an evil turkey's leg as if that's a good idea. I mean, they went to fucking know. Albertsons and got a bucket of chicken legs for that. Right. <laughs> we're just like, it's close <laughs> enough. No one's going to really know. It was probably just like the the wrap, the wrap of the movie. And they were like, here's some leftover chicken yeah, that was from, from our wrap party. They were doing the wrap party and like somebody's eating a chicken leg. And they're like, oh, my God, we need that as the end of the movie. We need to uh, add those. And they yes. just went and she just went, oh, OK, and walked over by the fire. And they just filmed her eating her dinner. <laughs> exactly <laughs> pretty yep. much um Everybody oh, and I, I know is dead and let me just eat this chicken drum. and have no emotional response to like anything hey that, that was a long tonight. night she was hungry she she fought a demon she fucked her like love died she went through a trial let her eat some food <laughs> i mean i guess that's true and then i think um if i'm remembering correctly this um evil turkey says something about like when he's when he's talking about sex he refers to doggy style as like pumpkin pie <laughs> like what oh my gosh it was insane i mean i don't know justin's the pie expert here <laughs> all i remember is him going you got stuffed <laughs> which is also just the worst like <laughs> what and also he straight up like raped that girl so yeah, yeah. no yeah it, it's it's absurd i mean it's i just don't even know how to talk about that scene like i know what they were going for but you're absolutely right heather it wasn't like that like oh like this turkey fucked this woman no like he did he raped her and like i know it's not played off in the movie as that but that really is what it is and it's just it's such a mind fuck of a scene because like of right. what actually happens it's just like what do you say really you just you just got to move on from it because there's just no words for that i mean and just the fact that you know she just didn't realize that this guy she's having sex with is just suddenly like dead on the floor next there like just all of everything they did with that is just so ridiculous well there's and there's obvious things they messed up on that would have actually made that scene funnier like when he cuts that guy's throat and he gets blood on her back, that's when she should have been like, oh, you're already done. But she didn't. And then whenever he starts having like raping her, she that's when she like makes the joke of like, oh, round two already. That's what makes that scene work. But they don't do any of that at all. Yeah. Like those are the actual jokes that are literally right in front of their face that they didn't do. 
Right. So are we on to Things Killing 3 now? Please, yes. Okay, Things Killing 3. I absolutely loved what they did with keeping Things Killing 2 in the plot of this movie. I thought that that was rather ingenious. The idea that Things Killing 2 is such a bad movie that they're destroying every copy of it, and this is the last copy left, and he's trying to get it back. I think that's fantastic. I think that's just an ingenious way to do it. And I really, I really love that aspect of this plot. Now, on to some other things. Like I said, for the most part, I really did love this movie. What really drove me nuts with this movie, though, is like a lot of the Family Guy, like, spinoff jokes they did in this movie. Because none of them really work at all. And I feel like if you cut all those out, I think you shave this down to like an hour 25 and I think it's like fucking perfect almost. But like they're doing that whole scene at the end whenever they're trying to fix Muff or whatever. And then that worm guy's just like starts playing the saxophone for like 27 minutes. And he's like, oh, <laughs> I found my, found my saxophone in Muff's head. I'm just like, what the fuck is that? Or like the two different hour long techno psychedelic shot breaks they did in this movie. Oh, God. The music was great, but those those scenes went on way too long. Or when they had the anal vortex up for the first time. Oh, my word. They had no less than 90 billion opportunities to throw that fucking DVD in the vortex. (laughs) And they just kept not doing it to get in these weird jokes. And it just it like stuff like that is what. It padded the time that were completely unnecessary. It's not like they were doing that type of stuff in an hour long movie. So it's like, what do you cut? We're only an hour long. This is like an hour 40. You can cut all that out. That's fine. Or at least shorten it down, you know, and then it would have made it just that much more cohesive. But like I said, for the most part, other than those random side jokes, I really actually liked a lot of this movie. Oh, one of the other side jokes that I just made no sense is like when that worm randomly starts like fantasizing about the, the puppet sucking on its dicktail. It's like, where oh the gosh. fuck did that come from? Or that, right. that joke that took forever yeah. with the Franken turkey wanting to be called Blarth that took 27 minutes to do. Like, why? Why are they taking those jokes that far? When I think that there are some better ones that they they cut short. I mean, and I guess one aspect of this that I really liked was with that worm was the fact that that worm really reminded me of a South Park character. And it's not like yeah. it's not a specific one, but it just reminded me of a in general South Park character. And I think that that's why I kind of really enjoyed that worm. And like so like things like that, I really kind of liked Uh, I I liked that scene where they kind of go back to a 1983 video game. I thought that was kind of fun. I did actually like that part. Uh, I liked the very thinly veiled reference to Evil Dead too. Whenever he puts the, what is it, chain carver, which is a chainsaw, onto his dick because his dick is missing. And he turns to the camera and says gravy, which is a straight ripoff of Ash putting the chainsaw on his hand. And turning to the camera saying groovy, you know, it's like little things like oh, that. Yeah. I really appreciate it. Uh, 
for the most part, I absolutely adored that grandmother character. I just, I don't know why. I just loved that rapping grandmother. <laughs> I mean, I just thought she was fantastic. And I just loved how she kept giving her grandson just all kinds of shit. Her son or whoever the fuck it was. I just loved how he, she just kept giving him shit. Because he just wasn't up with the times like she was. I just really loved that. I mean, I could have done without those scenes of what's her name or whatever, like looking for her mind. Yeah. <laughs> that didn't even look like Don't. a brain. I don't, I, it just looked like a piece of chewed gum. You know, I just yeah. like there, there, there are some aspects in this. Like I said, I could have done without. It's just, man, I really kind of had fun though. I loved how ridiculous it was. I loved, I, I kind of liked the fact that like, I really loved it when Turkey killed his son. I thought that was kind of funny. I laughed at that. Uh, I actually one was going to ask you if you did because I thought that would be something you would find amusing. I just thought that was funny when he's just like his son saying something and he's just like fuck you and pushes him off that bird <laughs> and he just splats on the ground. But he kind of laughs about it after, doesn't he? He goes, ha ha. <laughs> like I loved that aspect of it. I loved I loved the undead turkeys. I loved Muff. I thought Muff was great with his laser cannon. You know. I really liked a lot of this movie. And I don't know if that's good or bad. I fully expect that everyone listening to this episode is hardcore judging the fuck out of me for liking this movie. And that's okay. <laughs> I don't blame you either. I do not blame a single person for not feeling the same way I do about this movie. This isn't something like Kroll, where it's a goddamn masterpiece and you motherfuckers just don't get it. It's not that. It's just for whatever reason, this movie connected with me. And I don't know if I should be ashamed of that or not, but I'm not. I'm just not. Like I said, I'm not going to apologize for it. And I wholeheartedly feel it like every bone and atom in my being for the most part had fun, like three quarters fun. So when it was all said and done, yeah, yeah, Heather, I seriously gave it a 75 and I stand by it. And on that note, Heather, you go talk about things killing three. <laughs> I mean, I, you know, I'm glad that you enjoyed it. I mean, some people probably had really a lot of fun with it. This one for me was a little too all over the place. I feel like they, they tried to do too many things at a time. And it like, that's why I feel like they, it, it just felt like I was on a, like a bad trip or something. Like it just, it, it went to these like weird dream sequences and then it just kind of bounced back and forth and they put a lot of random stuff in there. Although I will say, I did not mind the um, the old wise turkey. <laughs> I thought that was kind of funny. Um, but it was just the, the puppet portion of it was very weird for me. Um, just because I think maybe, um, oh, I don't remember the girl puppet's name, but whatever her name Yomi. was. Yomi. Yomi. Yes. I just, she wasn't likable. I didn't like her <laughs> at all. I thought she was super annoying, honestly. But... Um, I, I think, I think that, um, jokes they did try to do while they're not my humor, I feel like they landed a little bit better. Some of them, like in the sense of they made more fun of themselves in this movie, like even like, for example, like at the end of it, when the guy is in the sky in heaven and he's like, <laughs> he does like the fade off wave wave thing. And he's like, I'm not sure why I did that. It just felt right. Like it was just, they, they know, what they are and they own it. And and maybe that's why you liked it, Sterling, because you know like it's not a movie that 
they're taking themselves seriously. Like they know what they are and they are fully owning that and embracing it, which I, you know, that's, that's good. Like touche, like good for you. But it just, it was super weird. Like I just, I feel like it lost its way a lot. Like it just lost me, I guess, maybe like it would go from one thing to another. And I'm like, what and why pretty much was a lot of what I said in this one. But Again, the fact that the dialogue was way, way better and the dynamics between the characters was a lot more natural seeming. Um, I think that that really does kind of give this a little bit more of an edge than the first one. And it made it just slightly more enjoyable, I would say. But the and, and the fact that, like you said, yeah, I do think it was clever that they put like the the idea of they're looking for the last copy of the second movie and like that's kind of it's just inside of the third movie you know it just it's very it is very clever i think i think that's kind of an interesting idea that they put into it and it's just smarter than you would want to ever give credit for this movie for doing but it was kind of like a if a fun little like interesting thing to do but um i i don't understand the <laughs> the need for those barrister wigs the whole time. <laughs> I didn't understand like the, I, I, I just, I don't know the, the father son relationship between the turkeys was, it was amusing because of the same reasons that you said Sterling, where you're just kind of like this Turkey cares zero about anything or anybody, not even his own little Turkey son. Like <laughs> it's just kind of like, you're annoying me, go away. And then just laughs when he dies and like, he's just like so relentless about it. But again, the audacity of that is just kind of funny, you know? Um, so it, it was, it was too messy for me in the sense of it didn't keep my attention because yes, it was longer, but it, it did do those like weird tangents of nothingness that made it like, oh, too random in some places where it didn't need to be. So, um, yeah, that's kind of my my overall take on it, but I mean, definitely it has it had more <laughs> more elements that I enjoyed overall in this one than the first one. But again, it's just everything about it is so insane and ridiculous. Like, yeah, there's there's just no getting around that part of it. Justin, what about you? Uh yeah, so with this one, um <laughs> Yeah, I just I think I'm in uh, Heather's camp with what you said. I just feel like there were just so many ideas in this and it just kind of I don't know really if any of those ideas just landed that particularly well with me, because in the first one, it was kind of like, OK, you know, there's a turkey walking around talking and it was kind of so ridiculous that it was kind of funny that these people are just talking and kind of acting like uh, that, that, that it was normal. And then in this one, so you've got all these puppets and they're interacting with people and stuff like that. So it's kind of like, okay, so I guess all of this just now uh, kind of exists in this universe, I guess. Um, and I, I don't know. I just felt like, 
just the the premise was just so much here versus the the first one i just felt like i said i just felt like the first one was simple you knew why the turkey was there you knew why he was killing people and they just kept it as simple as that but this introduces the now the turkey as a family there's a wife and a kid and so you know now it's not about killing people he's got a family, I guess, and is chilling. And then now he cares about this copy of Thanks Killing 2, and he's just got to get his hands on it. Um, so now it's more about that than what, you know, the, the turkey was originally created for. And then they just add all these fantastical adventure elements, like now there's a turkey or a Thanksgiving uh, you know, now there's just a turkey land or feather world, and there's a sorry about that, drop my phone, but there's a feather world, and there's you know, guys trying to make an amusement park, and there are robots, and there's this character, Yomi who's trying to find her mind that they spend so much screen time with. I mean, man, they just spent so much screen time with that story. And by the time you get to the end, I don't know if any of that <laughs> mattered, but, that, but, but boy, <laughs> did they spend a lot of time with her and they just, you know, her walking around. Oh no. And oh, what is this? What is that? Mm, are you my mm -hmm. brain? I mean, it just, there was just so much of that. And like you said, Heather, I did just kind of find it annoying. And I was like, okay, do, do you want to be the Muppets? Do you want to be a horror movie? Do you want to be Star Wars? Do you want to be a satire? What are you? And I guess I just couldn't get off of that. I just, I, I just couldn't handle all the mixture of ideas. And so then when you have something that's kind of interesting or cool, like the, like when everything went eight bit and then they did the eight bit version of that song, which, which was also pretty cool and badass. I mean, the only thing that this series does right to a hundred percent is what they do with the song. That just, they just, just got it right every time with that song no matter what they did yeah. with it you know let's add some uh some let's make it an 8-bit version let's make it faster pace and kind of have some disco elements let's make it i mean anytime they did something with that song it was a home run but it just felt like they had so many concepts and there was just a really kind of a lack of focus and 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 some of these characters i guess some of them were interesting like you you know so, some of these characters like the worm thing and and i get the south park uh kind of reference that you're talking about with sterling because he did kind of remind me of a cartman or something like that just foul mouth always talking and you know a, a lot of sexual innuendo but yeah but that whole fantasy of the, the of little uh Yomi suck it on him or whatever. I was like, okay, that's a bit much. Isn't this supposed to be like a kid <laughs> puppet or a, a child puppet? So that was just a little much. Um, but 
Yeah, like it was just, and like you said, just all the random stuff it was doing. So it just felt like what I said. It was this mixed bag. It was this cornucopia. And I don't know if any idea got what it needed to land. And, I, you know, I just would have uh, probably enjoyed just more scenes of Turkey doing his thing. Just uh, t- talking crazy and, and killing people with Thanksgiving items and weapons. And then this just became something else entirely that I just don't feel worked at all for me. So yeah, that's pretty much where I landed with, uh, uh, thanks killing three, but yeah, but that song though, that, that remix of the song though, that was fire. I'll give it that. I mean, I definitely do agree with you guys on a lot of that stuff because like when you look at like that roach character that's in it for a little bit or those rats that were in turkey hell for a little bit and like things like that like none of that really worked like none of that was necessary you know they were throwing a lot of ideas out there and i do think that that does contribute to like i was saying that family guy like scenes that would happen it's just the main idea to me and like the main idea points in this movie. I think that I still just liked those. So I was able to kind of look past a lot of that side stuff that's just thrown in there and focus on just those main elements. And that's kind of where I got to where I was with it. Which is fair. I get what you mean. I mean, but yeah, I do agree. There is a lot in this movie and that's why I do advocate cutting it back. Getting back to that 90 minute mark, 85, 90 minutes. Ah, would have been fucking chef's kiss. Perfect. (laughs) I did honestly for a second think that the old wise turkey was going to just be the evil turkey in disguise. (laughs) See, I thought it was going to end up being Nibbler from the future. Oh, okay. Like he was going to figure out how to get out of there and get back. I mean, I just, they had 90 billion opportunities to send that fucking thing out in outer space and they never did. I never got that. But like, <laughs> and like I said, and not all those jokes hit either. Like when that worm's like, oh yeah, you have to crest the sphincter, sphincter before you open the portal. Like, yeah, none of that worked really at all. <laughs> right. But like just in general though, I did like, I did like a lot more of that. Like I loved the fucking barrister wigs with that shit. Like. <laughs> it just fit his character no so sense, much. It, it was just like, funny. all right, let's go. I loved, I loved that brother character that he's like, no, this is how Pilgrim security used to look like back in the day. And you're looking at it going, no, they didn't. And I just <laughs> loved it. I loved his obsession with the pike. I thought that was really funny that he was just obsessed with the idea that pilgrims carried around pikes, <laughs> you know, and I loved his grandmother shitting on him nonstop. I don't know why it, I, a lot. A lot of my fun happens very early in this movie. I really enjoyed it. Oh, man. I'm probably going to watch this on Thanksgiving. Oh, boy. Like on Thanksgiving, I'm going to be eating some turkey turkey, and some ham and watching this fucking movie, I bet. <laughs> man, this might have started a weird tra- like tradition for me. I might be watching Thanksgiving 3 every year for Thanksgiving. Oh, no. I could see you doing that. Yep. I could see it. I'm telling you. Just get a little whiskey in this movie. It's a fun fucking time, man. It's a good time. <laughs> I don't I I don't really know why. I don't. But it was. It was fun. 
like I said, I, I think that that's what it was for me. It's just 75 at every moment in this movie. I was like having 75% fun. Like <laughs> it just, I don't know. I don't know. I really cannot put into words why I like this movie. It's kind of like the movie Transformers 2. If you ever have me break down the movie Transformers 2 and just ask me what I don't like about that movie, I will almost do a midsummer like recanting of every scene in that movie and talking about how I don't like it. But then afterwards you go, so what are your final thoughts, Sterling? I'll say, yeah, I liked it. And I don't know why. Because <laughs> I can't tell you a single scene I really liked. But I did. I have many movies like that. Yes. And so I'm just going with it. I'm just going with how I felt when it was done. I enjoyed it. And it's the same with Transformers 2. If I put any real thought behind it, I probably don't like it. But whenever I saw that movie, when the ending credits hit, and I think it was Linkin Park for that one was singing their little song. I was like, man, I like that. So I'm just rolling with that opinion forever. And that was the last time I ever said that about a Transformers movie until Bumblebee. Bumblebee's sneaky good. I did like Bumblebee. Yeah, very good movie. Yeah, it is. Bumblebee's hands down the best Transformers movie out there. I can I can get on board with that. Yeah, Hands down. But we digress. We're not talking about Bumblebee. We're talking about Things Killing and Things Killing 3, which, oh, any other thoughts for you guys? I think I'm good. I'm good. So on that note, thank you guys for listening to this special Thanksgiving episode of the Cinema Slayers podcast. Check us out on the internet at www.cinemaslayers.com or Facebook at Cinema Slayers podcast or Twitter and Instagram at cinema underscore slayers. Uh, give us five star rating and review. We'd really appreciate that on your preferred podcast listening app. Apparently Spotify doesn't allow you to do that. But I think if you really are a fan and you really want to do give us a five star review, you just email the fuck out of Spotify until they add that ability. Kurt talking to you. Fuck you, Kurt. I'm never going to stop. Update, though, he did actually um, he did inform me that he did set up um, something on iTunes where he did give us a review. I haven't seen it yet. So maybe I prematurely <laughs> say that. Typically, I get alerts for stuff like that. I haven't yet. He might have done it before yesterday because I get a report every week, every Monday, telling us if we've got any reviews or anything. So I have not seen that yet. So as of this episode and technically next week's episodes, because we weirdly recorded them before we recorded this one, you're getting still (laughs) some fuck you, Kurtz. They're coming your way. (laughs) So you got a couple more episodes of that. And then if I see it, then I'll stop after that. So this week and next week, you're getting some fuck yous. So there you go, Kurt. (laughs) A happy Thanksgiving fuck you from all of us at Cinema Slayers and to the rest of you Cinema fans out there. A happy uh, Thanksgiving fuck you to you, too. And uh, remember, according to Justin, Moon Knight is the best picture winner. Dare I say we went ham in that episode. Nailed it again.